1: Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 45 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. Willie in the house. Good morning, Christian Piles. How you doing, buddy? I'm still mourning the loss of Jon Snow. Oh, wow. You just totally dropped. <laughs> I don't what? care. I told you. You better be... You had... 5 days to watch the most recent Game of Thrones episode or you are getting spoiled here. I That's what
0: I told you. I told you in the last episode you got five you got a couple days <laughs> more to catch up. If not I'm dropping spoiler bombs. Oh R- my
1: R- god. RIP Jon Snow. I had no idea. We had a good coming. run. Had a good run. I maintain he is not yet deceased. Um until I see him buried and incinerated or something like that. I I don't know, but hey, any other spoilers you want to drop? Well, there's a couple guys we don't even know the status of. We don't know if Stannis Baratheon is dead. He's not dead until you see the head removed. Uh, something happened. He was looking beyond Brienne. I think. I think. Uh, I think he's probably alive. Did you, you Caught. If you did, if the you actor who played Hodor die or Bran? Because what happened to those guys? Remember when they were a thing like nine years ago? Uh, somebody tweeted
0: me that they're taking opium under the tree of life or whatever it's called. Oh. Um.
1: But would you, if you were a single man, would you? Oh no! Don't. Would don't. you hook up with Brianna of Tarth? Stop! I'm not. All right. Moving on. I can't believe you would ask me that. I didn't even know we were gonna talk about Game of Thrones, Willie. Brianna of Tarth would be like, stop. She, she stop. would be the
0: simple for Nancy Hogshead, like her ideal woman.
1: What are you doing, Willie? <laughs> all right. So, Christian
0: Piles, you would like to talk about the UNC
1: job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, well, first I have a question for you. How good of a job is it? Because when I think of UNC, though it hasn't had uh, that track record of success, um, I I think it's a great job. I think when you consider just the, the athletic brand that UNC has and You know just the desirability for people to want to go there and the location i think even though you north carolina itself is not a wrestling hotbed per se the pennsylvania pipeline has been established for years and and um you know i wouldn't expect that to run out they've been getting talented guys they just haven't had that level of production you expect how good of a job is unc uh unc
0: is a great job they've never had a, a problem getting the talent there um it's a good academic institution. Um the, the ACC in general has never had a problem getting uh northeast talent. Um they get a lot of guys, you know, look at, look at North Carolina's roster. Traditionally it's it's Ohio, PA, New Jersey, Jersey. Jersey, yeah. Um so you know, getting the talent there is never never the problem. It's it's keeping them and maintaining them.
1: Right. Uh, so so the word going around is that this is going to be Coleman Scott's job, that it's kind of a, you know, there's some technical legal hoops that, not hoops, but, you know, protocol that the university is going to have to follow, but that ultimately any sort of search or whatever is just a formality and that Coleman is going to be the successor, um, w- which I can understand. But I, I wonder is, if that is the case. If this is just a formality and it's going to be Coleman's ultimate, is that a mistake to not open it up? Because I've heard some some big, big assistant coaching names that would be interested. Um, one of which I, I think would do would do a fantastic job. You know, you got to figure guys like uh, you know a Roselli or a Cunningham or, or a Damian Hahn would have interest in a job like this, and uh, I believe that they would. So, would it be a mistake to just hand the job over to Coleman? <laughs>
0: Um, I mean there's two there's a couple of schools of thought, right? Like um either either you open it up uh, let's be honest. Um you have to legally open it up. Right. Right?
1: That's what I'm but, that's what I said.
0: But technically, um maybe it's not really open, right? NFL uh, professional sports do this all the time and I'm assuming a lot of college and even high school. Um, do this all the time. They open it up, you can submit your resume, but they're not really looking. They got their mind made up. Um, so there could be top assistants that are that are interested. Uh, Roselli, it seems to me, um, ha- has been quasi-interested in um, a few positions, but he's in a good situation, so he's not going to leave... He's not gonna leave. All he these wants...
1: guys are in good situations though. Mm-hmm. I mean Cunningham's mm-hmm. at Penn State, Hans at Cornell, they're they're all right. at amazing programs where they have built um, you know, I I believe I don't know I to say good lives for themselves. I'm sure they have, but you know, they they're in good situations. They're coaching really, really good wrestlers. Yeah. Um so you know So it would take
0: I Ruzzle tells me he's like, I need to see commitment from the program. You know, for him to leave, he he always says to me I have to know that they really want to win, you know.
1: Right. Um, and and that question can be asked of UNC: Do they really want to win? I mean, they they tolerated.
0: No, I'm I'm not saying in particular UNC. I'm well, saying no, any I'm, any I'm... job that he's any job that he's m- had interest in or may have had interest in. Or he, he I guess, what I'm saying is he's not going to leave unless he knows
1: the program's committed. I'm not saying UNC is not committed. Well, w- wouldn't? You, isn't there a case to be made that's the case? I mean, maybe with the firing, they're saying they want to win. Now, but uh, UNC tolerated pretty, re- I mean, mediocrity would perhaps be a competent a compliment for some of the performances CD Mock's teams have had. I mean, they were they really dedicated to winning? And had CD Mock not made uh, politically insensitive, gender insensitive comments, would he still have the job at UNC? I yeah. mean, because that's ultimately what this is about. I mean, as, as paltry as, as the performance was over the 12 years, um, CD was there. It yeah, was, they were gonna
0: still. They were still gonna tolerate it. I mean, even, two and
1: a half months after. That's. This is not when you let a coach go unless there's something beyond performance. Because their performance was the performance. And if anything, um, you know, they got an All-American from a freshman. They have Evan Henderson coming back. So the performance area is potentially, seemingly improving. And that could be uh, right. a, a result of Coleman. And maybe they saw the success they had in the in the change in direction. Because of Coleman Scott, uh, and and that's why. But you can't. For for me, you can't say that the UNC administration is really. I, I'm not sold that they're really dedicated to winning yet. Well, that's. A, I think you, they don't want to be you in never, trouble.
0: Any almost almost every time that there's a coaching change, it's because of performance, right? So um, every time that you walk into the office, you're gonna you're gonna wonder, are they really? are they really committed to winning because they have been not winning under this coach that just got fired? True. Um, So they can see the light. Whatever administration it is, whatever program you're talking about, they can change their mind and say, you know what, we have to reevaluate this and we have to be committed to winning. So um, when a guy like Roselli interviews at these places, that's what he's looking for. Are Are you really committed to winning? And uh, I'm not saying UNC is or is not. And I'm not saying that – I don't even know if Frizzelli's interested. Yeah. But uh, that's him, you know. Yeah. Um, the, the flip side of it is um, if it is all but a formality, if behind closed doors UNC did – and has said that Coleman Scott is the heir apparent and they're going with him. And even though that's going to be open, um, for applications for two weeks or a month or whatever it is, uh, Coleman, you have the job, you have the head coaching job. Um, maybe it's a, it's a huge endorsement to Coleman. We like what you bring to the table. We like the job that you've done for a year and we believe in your coaching abilities and recruiting abilities.
1: Sure. Sure. I mean, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's likely what's what's going to be going on here. I think, I think that's probably the case. I mean, I
0: don't you think? Uh, don't you think that the administration has talked to the members of the team? I mean, that would be this intelligent thing, right? So if they're if they're saying Coleman got the job, uh, it, it would be likely that the student athletes that are on the roster now say, "Yeah, Coleman's great. Coleman's a guy. Coleman's a guy we want to wrestle for. He's the guy we want to go to battle for."
1: Sure. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, yeah, I- I'm. I'm certain that's probably the case, and I, I think you've seen uh, a much better organization over there. Um, but you know, the, the the opinion of of the athletes should matter. That should come up. But you have you have to also look beyond beyond that as well. I I was told a year ago that this was going to be Coleman's job eventually. Like it was going to happen. Uh, I heard in a year or two. Obviously, one year was all it took. So, you don't hire a guy with the intentions of, of making him the, the coach one day. And then, you know, when the job comes available, unless something changes, go a different direction. So, that's mm-hmm. why I feel certain it's going to be Coleman's job. One facet that cannot be ignored, though, um, this guy's trying to make an Olympic team. And. Mm-hmm. Can you have your foot in both doors there trying to win an Olympic medal coming down to 57 kilograms and um, and be the the head coach of of a wrestling
0: team? I know I was sitting I was sitting at uh, on press row with somebody, somebody of relative, somebody of importance. I don't know if it was Rich Bender, Brandon Slayer, somebody. And they were like, how's this? How's this for a situation? Coleman Scott you're going to change your body go to 57 try to make an olympic team raise two kids have a marriage be the first year head coach try to reinvigorate a program <laughs> how's that for a workload
1: it's crazy and you can something's got to give there right like and and you know i i worry it's it's probably going to be on the competition side cuz Coleman uh it's not going to let the the I don't think he's going to do anything that's going to give le- less than 100% to the program. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I think he will he will have to take personal steps back in his training. I mean, he's not going to be able to go to camps anywhere, right? He's not going to be able to go train anywhere. He's not going to be able to go on overseas trips and wrestle. Um, he's just going to have to you know, be as good as know. he can be. Don't it would don't be you tough
0: think? I, I dude I don't know I don't know how he's gonna manage it um but don't would you, I'm not saying you ag- that he can't manage it wouldn't you but, agree that
1: the the competition side is gonna have to take the the back seat uh, that or that's the choice he's gonna have to make
0: I, I I don't know he's gonna have to he's gonna have to make one choice um uh, you know he's gonna have to lay his priorities out in the way he thinks best I mean the the here's a question too what? who does he bring in as an assistant? Does, can he bring in a guy with experience to maybe brings a guy with so much experience that he can man the ship for a year while he has a little bit more focus on training?
1: That is um, probably the the best option. I'm sure we're going to see. Uh, uh, I mean,
0: do, do you think we maybe see an Oklahoma State guy come on? I don't know.
1: I don't know who. I mean, maybe uh, who that has the experience to do that. Um, I don't know because you know who who would leave Oklahoma State for that? I mean, you know, they're, they're I mean co- is, is, is Neil Arisman he's already a- there able to do that. Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're looking at one year. you're looking at one year, right? right, but it's the first year and you're gonna want to have some momentum your direction. you need to get guys on the podium. Um, you can't have your first year. Be be a step back. Now they're gonna be. be- I don't know. I think be be, I think he'll
0: year. be all right. I think he'll be all right. I think he does have momentum. He has a young, young roster with talent. Uh, he are, he has two All Americans coming back. I don't know. I think he'll be all right. And I think it's just for one year. Yeah. I, I think he has to go crazy for one year, and then uh and then we'll see.
1: So one hard year. So it, it sounds like probably gonna be Coleman's job. We don't know for for sure. We're not breaking a story here. We're just telling you. You know, we have our ear to the ground, and that's what we're hearing. So we'll see if that if that turns out to be true. Speaking of having our ear to the ground, more let's let's uh, we I when we talked about Nick Marrable last show, the the feedback was like, wow, you guys really went in on on Marrable. I didn't I I didn't think we were really that hard on on Nick. I think we were just. Ex- you know, yeah, I got this. the same
0: thing. I got the same thing too. Wow, you guys really went—you guys really went hard in that episode. And we didn't. I—I I, I didn't think that we really went over. I don't—I don't think that we were very aggressive. We said, I think we just said what. I think we just said a—a a glossy thing where, like,
1: this is what is going on. Yeah, it, it, we didn't even—we didn't get personal. We didn't say Nick Marrable's a cheater. He's cheating the system. We are morally. Uh, offended by his choice because willie and i talked about this off air um we would have done the same thing yeah that's uh, a point that's a point
0: that we didn't bring up in the last episode that i kick myself for for not doing Uh, listen if he's my guy if i'm
1: his coach if i'm him i do the exact same thing i mean you have two options okay and I alright, you can say I'm I'm not an ethical person and I'm not, you know, that's not the wrestling mentality. All right, that's fine. But you've got two options. If I'm Nick Maribel's coach or I'm Nick Maribel, you can go this route, or you cannot make the world team. Those are your only two choices. You are training to win a world championship all year long, and that is done if you step on that scale overweight. Or you can, hey, let's give it a shot. You know, let's have that last second headlock. If I get taken down off the headlock, I'm going to lose anyways. But maybe, maybe I catch him. So, is it the the most um, you know, fair thing? I am not saying that. Do they need to close the loophole? Yeah, probably. But uh, I'm not going yeah, right. to sit here. I'm not going to close the low, I'm low not going to judge Nick or or any coach that that does this when this is out there and you give him this option. Do you know how competitive these guys are? Do you know how badly they want to win? Do you know the lengths these people will go to to win uh let, let's not be i'm not going to be a moralist here, but don't expect me to believe that that he's injured either when the, the the people we've heard from and the and the details they've gone into everyone knows this is this is not what happened there's not an actual right. i mean they, injury they do need to close the loophole, but the loophole the
0: the the bylaws being what they are and the situation for Maribel and for Sunkiss being what they were, I would have done the same thing, and I would have instructed the same things to be done.
1: Yeah. And, you know, if we if it comes right. – You
0: said it. I mean, they had two options. You sit home, you have no chance to make the world team, or you get a doctor's note and you still have a chance.
1: Yeah. So, so you go that route. And I don't – I am not going to blame anyone for, for taking that option. I – I won't, and I don't know. I don't know if the the community at large really has either. I don't think anyone's gone so far as to call them them cheaters or anything. I think people are very aware of what's going on, and um, yeah. So if, if hey, if we're wrong here, which w- we aren't, um, but if <laughs> if we if we were, if we'd be the first people to apologize publicly and personally to Nick Sunkist and everyone involved. But the, you, you can't hear the things we've heard from the people we've heard it from and then pretend to, to believe this story. You, you can't. And if you were in our situation, guys, I think you would understand a little bit and, better.
0: And here's a, here's a thing, too, right? Um, if, we, if we just shut up, right, or if we just said, if we made this a non-story and said, well, Maribel was hurt and he's going to appeal for a wrestle-off at a later date, and if we just went that route. Um, because some people are saying, well, why do you, why do you have to, why do you have to make this a story? Why do you have to say, you know, why can't you just let it be what it is? And Nick Maribel got a doctor's excuse. This is why, uh, this, this whole, this, if you're not going to make weight and you get an injury and you go to the hospital, it has been a thing for a long time. It has to stop. Yeah. And that's why, and that's why we have to go the route we're going the route. Right. Um. Now, how to remedy it, you know, somebody tweeted us, how do you, how do you fix the situation? Uh, Somebody tweeted us or sent us a message or something, uh, and I like it. Um, 48 hours, 96 hours, something, you know, two, three, four days in advance is the cutoff. If you don't have a doctor's note then, there's no chance to, there's no chance to appeal.
1: Yeah, because the the fact is, and we talked about this last time, we... You have to have this option. You have to you can't have a Burrows, a Delagnev, a Metcalf, or any number of, of our studs going down for with legitimate injuries and then they're just being screwed. Because we right. have now, to get the best world team.
0: Now if if your superstar gets hurt
1: on a Wednesday,
0: you know, or the week before or something, then they can put in for the appeal. Now you're gonna say, well, what if the day before Jordan Burroughs is cutting weight, and he's, t- he's on a jog, and he trips on a curb, and he sprains his ankle. Then Jordan Burrows doesn't get to a- appeal for a wrestle off. That's the collateral damage of this. That's yeah. the collateral damage of, of working the system here. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I would hate to have our number one. I would hate to have a Jordan Burrows or Delagnev or Jake Herbert not be on our world team. But the system is, and uh, you know the situation is what it is, and and that has to be the collateral damage,
1: yeah, and you don't want it to come to that point, but it's it's going to be this is not going to stop uh, without some sort of change at this uh in, in the verbiage there, so i hopefully it happens. I'm glad we talked about it I've hashtag no regrets now
0: you me and you got in an argument um. It was sort of, kind of, to me, unexpected, and I didn't wrap my brain around it. But we got an argument: about, should USA manage um, the weights of their of their athletes and um, of their world team members? Okay, well, that wasn't initially the argument, um, but you said yes, I said no. Ramos tweeted to us. Tony Ramos tweeted to us and said that they do after they make the world team.
1: Right, so up to So the, there's a
0: little clarification there,
1: which is good. I mean, uh, I think that's the. So Ramos said you, you can't test these guys out of season. All of them weight checks. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. obviously, but once they're on the team, okay, once you have to do team, this.
0: All right, I can get on board with that. I just so Ramos said they test them after they make the team. Before that, they're on their own, and um, I, I think that's fair.
1: Yeah, I do I that. just
0: meant I. I just meant you can't monitor these guys year round.
1: You of course know? not. Of course not. Um and if, I, if I didn't make that clear, then apologies, but that's what I meant at least. Oh, uh, another apology. Uh <laughs> we we should have just an apology section apology for section. every show. Um I said
0: that I didn't think it would be right if um the McKenna McKenna missed weight, I don't I said it didn't think it would be right if they didn't make him make scratch weight for a special wrestle off with Brock Zacharo. Uh, i've was informed thereafter that it was Zacharyl that requested the two kilogram weight allowance, so apologies there
1: yeah he's big also um so yeah, they are going to this this is crazy, it makes sense, but it's crazy the joy McKenna to make this team will have not made sixty kilograms in like what a year almost yeah that's uh that's dicey yeah some- some weird stuff with the
0: you know. <laughs> So McKenna will never have had to actually make weight to make the team. And Sam, Sam, Stoll, stole. <laughs> Sam Stoll will never have had to have wrestled a match. Sam Stoll made a junior world team without having to wrestle a match.
1: Yeah. So what happened? Tate Orndorf won in uh, Vegas, but he knew and was made aware that Sam or, and any other... You know, former world team men or world medalists would have the option of a wrestle off if they were unable to compete at Vegas, as was the case with Sam. So Sam, Sam wa- was with Gilly in King's Landing. So Sam wanted the um, wanted the wrestle off, and Orndorff was apparently made aware there was some you know question if that happened, but Orndorff didn't show up. So by forfeit, the spot was stole. So that's kind of how that came now, to be.
0: There is—I don't know this definitively—but Tate Orndorff is going on a mission, and he wouldn't. Uh, as the schedule unravels, as a, as the a calendar lays out, he would have had to be on his mission during Junior Worlds, so perhaps that played into why he wasn't there.
1: Mm. No, well, I heard—I uh, heard he he he. He wants to wrestle at Junior Worlds. Orndorf did. But he couldn't make it to Wisconsin for whatever reason. Um, funding issue, whatever. So but whatever. Who knows? Regardless, McKenna makes the uh, could make the world team without ever making sixty. Stole is gonna make it without um, wrestling a match. But what whatever. They're they're two pretty good guys. I think we'll be okay. If McKenna do do you give Zach Earl a shot at plus two kilos against McKenna? Yes. You do. You don't? Um if if you had asked me before, um Junior World Trials, I would have said no. And now I say yes. Um I mean, it does does it not all come down to parterre defense for Zacherol? Yeah, I, I mean, that's going
0: to be a big part of it. Joey McKenna is amazing on top. because
1: uh, I I give Zacherol the edge on his feet, would you? Oh, I don't know about that. You don't know about that? Well, if I mean, you don't, if you don't know about looked, that, then how could you Zachara Zachary pick...
0: looked amazing. Zachary looked amazing on his feet, but... Um, Joey McKenna's darn good.
1: Yeah, McKenna's good on his feet. Uh, yeah. Dang, I wish I was going to be there for this. That'd be fantastic. I um, will. Rub it in. My darn brother's getting married or I would be there.
0: Come on. Yes, yes, he would. What's wrong with him? Um. So... Here's a couple a couple other things about uh, the, the junior team and maybe the OTC. Mark Hall is apparently there's an article that Mark Hall is going to the OTC for his for his senior year now does he stay there the whole senior year? Thoughts on that Christian uh,
1: My I, I thought he really really wants to win his sixth Minnesota title um, because who I mean what what can you do with five? What is five titles? No, the,
0: right the article. The article says that he will be there for his senior season. It actually says it'll be, he'll be there for one year. Now, there is a school of thought. Could it be after his? Uh, there's a school of thought that, no, it's not after this year. There's a school of thought that maybe he leaves and goes and gets a sixth title. For me, I don't mean to downplay this, but for me, I just don't know what the sixth title means.
1: For, for many? It, and I agree with you, Willie. For so many wrestlers, it is a huge deal to win a state championship. For so many, I mean, it's, it's the, it is the pinnacle for 99% of, of high school wrestlers. For, or maybe that stats off. But, I mean, there's a lot of high school wrestlers. And if you can win a state championship, it's a huge, huge deal. But if you're Mark Hall, what, when's the last time him winning states actually meant him beating someone that was even close to his level? I mean it's just it's such a formality, yeah that whether you win it or not, mark Hall, you are you are beyond the state of Minnesota, okay I'm, I'm gonna say it you're I mean there there are very few instances in winning a state championship where you where if you will reach the level that these guys reached first in the country um, that to win a state championship, you have to do anything other than show up. I mean in Pennsylvania. Maybe Ohio occasionally, Jersey. But if you're the number one guy in the country, and like Mark Hall is number one pound for pound, uh, wh- what is a state championship uh, but a formality? And I'm not, this is not me. A state championship is an incredible, incredible athletic accomplishment. But I'm saying if you th- consider what what Mark Hall is and what he's done already, o- on the totem pole of Mark Hall accomplishments, I don't know if this is on the totem pole, winning, a, winning another state championship.
0: Yeah, it's, it's I mean it's a legacy award, right? He's gonna right. walk to it he's gonna walk to a state title. It's just gonna be um does he want it carved in stone for all mankind for all time. Right. You know, you are a six time state champ. I mean the heart the most difficult ones are already accomplished, right? When he's in seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. Right. Um but <clears throat> you know, if that article is right and he is going to the OTC for any Part of the school year, I mean, I, I don't know the bylaws in Minnesota, but can you, I mean, I'm sure you just can't transfer back to Apple Valley a month before the state tournament or something like that.
1: Well, certainly, maybe you could, but you couldn't compete. Right. Um, I, I wouldn't imagine. I, mean. I know little of state bylaws or any laws uh, as far as that goes, but um, I, I don't know what he's going to do. and. If he if he did stay and wanted to win that six, you know, I'm not blaming him for wanting that experience and wanting to stay at the school that you know he's had a lot of success at. But if he decided, hey, forget it, I know, and he spent time at the OTC, and I'm certain he's seen the gains and he's had the access to training partners he just doesn't have at Apple Valley. Um, I'm sure, and when you correlate that with the gains he's having, I could understand why he wants to do it, why he wants to go to the OTC. I mean, Kyle Snyder is kind of like. Um, now, now, you can say, well, Snyder was so good. He was a junior world champ before. But I, I think we've seen a lot of development in Snyder in the last year or two. And you, you credit that to better training situation. He spent his senior year at the OTC. And then uh, a year at the Ohio Regional Training Center um, where you know he went to school. So uh, I think we're, we're maybe going to see more elite guys take the OTC path towards the end uh, of their high school wouldn't you think I mean Snyder just made the senior world team he's 19 freaking years old I I know here's
0: yeah I think that more people should uh well, you're getting to the point um like we're discussing about Mark Hall where what I mean there, there's the there's a train of thought well you get to be a kid when you go to high school you you still get to be a kid you still get to be around your lifelong friends you still get to be with your teammates and experience high school and go to prom and this and that um which is a very valid point and if you do that i don't blame you but if you on the flip side if you also choose to be as good as you can and get um better training and go to the otc i don't blame you and and I think we'll probably see more of that. There's, I'll tell you what. In the last three years, there's been more and more people considering that. Miles Martin kicked the tires on that. Uh, Fox Baldwin. Um, a, a lot of kids have have. Nick
1: Renan's going there next year. Is that right? Uh, he's debating it. Debating it. So that's not for sure. So yeah. So he, he's
0: debating it. I don't know. One one day, I talk to Nick's father on a daily basis, and one day it seems like he's. Thinking about it, uh, next day seems like he's he's committed to seminary, um, for sure. Uh, r- to be honest, right now it seems like he's committed to seminary. Um, but you know, I think we're going to see more and more. And I think it's probably the better decision. W- what do you get out of a senior year in high school when these kids are already at this level?
1: Right. Well, it, it kind of like you mentioned. It's it's what you want, you know. If you want to just go all in, put all your eggs in the wrestling basket, then, and you have this option, then you can do this. But if you want to have a normal, uh, quote, normal high school experience and do those things, then, then we don't fault you. But I, it just right. it, it depends on the kid, and you don't, and I don't think we are. We don't judge a kid either way. I don't judge Mark Hall if he wants to stay at Apple Valley and do do something great there. And it's not like Apple Valley hasn't done a pretty good job developing him. But uh, at the same time, he's kind of maybe beyond um high school wrestling
0: right right i don't blame the kids either way um but now here here's the thing snyder kyle snyder did do a year at the otc Mm -hmm. and it's worked out pretty well now i had a guy uh i don't know if i want to mention his name but this is a very very important guy in the chain of usa wrestling um and he just kind of matter of factly said something to the effect of Kyle Snyder not wrestling in college again.
1: What? Yeah. You can't drop these bombs on me live. You gotta, gotta give me some <laughs> No way.
0: I, I thought I put him in the I thought I put that in the notes somewhere. No, I thought I I no. thought I
1: prefaced it. I thought
0: I prepared you for this.
1: No. No, you do this all the time, Willie. You just show... No way. All right. Let's squash that right now. No what
0: okay, I'm scared. Okay, let's let's talk it out. Let's it, talk it out, bud. No.
1: He's not gonna what? I I don't see it. I'm not saying that he's definitely
0: doing that, but the guy had a good point. The guy is a very intelligent person uh-huh. and very connected and Come very on. um influential.
1: Come on. Now is, is I this, mean is this your Ramos to West Virginia source?
0: <laughs> no. Okay. Um And I doubt it. I doubt that he would. But, um, and I talked to Roselli after this, and I didn't mention it whatsoever. And Roselli, um, kind of, you know, he alluded to the fact that Kyle Snyder going forward at Ohio State, blah blah blah. And so I thought, yeah, that was probably not. um, So the the concept that uh, Kyle Snyder never wrestles for Ohio State again is probably not good. But this person said it matter of factly, and I said. I said, "What? What are you? What are you talking about? For real? You don't think I was going to wrestle in college again?" And he goes, "Well, why would you?" And oh, I to said, get
1: an "Education."
0: And I said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, you know, win national NCAAs and be part of a team." And, and he said, "Well, you win an Olympic medal. You can't take any of that money. Mm. Can't make true. endorsements. True, can't true, make true. endorsements." Can't make endorsements. Can't right. get you can't even get listen, Carl Snyder's on the world team, right? He, he you can't
1: he get, get the, the stipend. It's a thousand dollars a month. Can not can't get the stipend. Can't take it. Now, they can now this is you know they can set up like a trust thing for him, right? Like it No. Nope. Can't do that? They they I did something so. like that. They, hold on. They did something like that for Deichler. When he uh you know, they can set the money aside or something like that. Put it uh, in, and then you can get it after the fact. We, I, I'm I certainly can't get the stipend. Yeah. Dang. Now, I'm not, listen. That's a good point. No, Willie, that's
0: good. I am that's, not saying this. I am not saying that Kyle Snyder will never wrestle in college again. I am not saying that. I am saying uh, that concept was brought to my attention. That's all I'm saying.
1: Well, first of all, he needs to win a... T- to get the money for an Olympic medal, you have to win an Olympic medal and mm-hmm. a world medal. And we haven't seen him wrestle at a Senior Worlds yet, so it could be cart before the horse. But at the same time, uh, w- the progression he's shown is undeniable. And, mm-hmm. and his trajectory is, is on a collision course with medal contention, in my opinion. Is that going to be as early as September? Very possible. Now, we're... I mean,
0: just say... Let's just say he takes bronze in Vegas. Can't take that money. Can't take it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it.
1: That's... That's tough. That's tough.
0: Uh, uh You know... Asics or Adidas comes along. Hey, you want a shoe? Can't do it. Can't do it. Oy, oy, oy. That's tough. Has- youngest... Hashtag youngest youngest Kyle Snyder Listen, listen... Henry Cejudo, at the same age, made a living on winning one medal. Kyle <laughs> Snyder could do the same. Kyle Snyder can't do it.
1: Oh, man. If he wrestles for Ohio State. All right. That's, uh, it's less preposterous when you put it that way, Willie. I'm not. Hey, we'll see. we'll just see how it develops. Hopefully, Snyder's. I don't know. Well, selfishly, as a college guy. I want to see him wrestle in college, but at the same time, I could understand that decision if he made it. Sounds like a lot of speculation, which is, hey, we we can do that. You want to get into some of the performances here, some of the things we saw? Yeah, we,
0: we, we had a show and a half, and we haven't really even talked about uh, any
1: wrestling. <laughs> right, down. we talked
0: about the politics and the off-the-mat stuff.
1: So let's start with juniors because I thought – Juniors felt like three weeks ago um, when it happened. It was so long ago uh, just because of the drama that happened afterwards. But we never really got to talk about the jobs Stefan Michich did against Dayton Fix and how fantastic he looked the entire tournament.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I absolutely love Dayton Fix. That's my guy. He's my, you know, um, great, great kid. Um, gotten close with his, with his family, and they're, they're great people. Um, but that's the Michich that I expected in Vegas. Right. Uh, the, the things he was doing. And I, you know what? Dayton wrestled him darn tough. Yeah. You know, he got a couple takedowns um, it, this week in, in Madison, but um, that's the Michich I thought we were going to see in Vegas. I'm not at all saying I don't like the word fluke because you beat a guy, you beat a guy. Yeah. Um. But that, the Madison went more the way than I thought it would than than Vegas.
1: Right, right. Which was all all but a one move match. Take down Dayton and then. The and I will tell you, arm. you know,
0: Michich's camp after Madison came over and, and they were nothing but glowing about Dayton fix. So yeah. very, very classy. Very classy and and humble out of out of Meech's camp. Gotta say that. Um, but they had him prepared. They had him firing all cylinders. Um, I hope he does. Hope he does well in Brazil. And I hope Dayton win, uh, you know hope Dayton wins a world title yeah. in Bosnia.
1: Yeah. Don't don't feel too sorry for Dayton Fix. He's uh, only a sophomore. Made the Cadet World Team. Now uh, I think as good as it would have been to for him to have experience at both. I think it's good that he can focus on one. Yeah. World Championship. Get that chip and um hey uh, you know you'll have many opportunities to win juniors
0: you know coming in the same vein and maybe backing up a little bit what would you i i know what the answer is and i agree but snyder wrestling both juniors
1: and seniors well Well, at first and we we may have discussed this here I, i don't recall at first i said no don't do that focus on i want our senior guys focusing on seniors then i thought about it all our senior world team reps are going to wrestle an overseas tournament like that's that happens that's going to happen i talked with with someone at usa wrestling that's yeah but that's pan ams mm, i i don't know if that's it, if that's the one yeah it is okay so all right but they're they're going to wrestle except a tournament except for the
0: except for the non olympic weights they're going somewhere else okay
1: they're going to wrestle a tournament point yeah. being he he could wrestle there or he could wrestle at junior worlds now is there a we, we want Kyle to go and win a tournament we want to make sure he's going to win cuz if if Gogayev's back at junior worlds do you want him going there and taking loss and then uh, or do you want to keep this four momentum you just won the US open then you beat Jake Varner two more times and now you won Pan Am's and you beat Cortina Lucera at Beat the Streets you're ready to win a world do you want that or uh, do you want him to, um, you know, do you roll the dice there with him? I, I
0: think that I, I see, I certainly see what you're saying, but um, that would not be the deciding factor for me because Snyder. Look how is, he was. Re- Snyder is so mature and such a hard worker. Um, he can bounce back from look, a loss. I don't he think responded, he's going
1: to. Look how he responded after losing NCAA Finals.
0: Right. I don't think. I don't think that he would take a loss at junior worlds, be it to go or anybody else. And then it would shake him to the extent where he didn't perform his best at senior.
1: Right. No, I, I I agree with that, but I can see both, both perspectives. So, uh, we shall see what, what they decide there. Um, obviously I would love to see him at, at junior worlds. No disrespect to Anthony Kassar, but it's just, uh, it's a different, different skill level.
0: Yeah, and I mean, this could be completely beyond, c- completely a moot point. But for the Team USA, we have a pretty darn team, and then pretty darn good team. And then you add, you had Snyder in there. Yeah. <laughs> you had Snyder in there with, with uh, Mecic and Hall and Lee. and Pico,
1: Spencer and Lee.
0: Lee, right? And now you're thinking, Zahid. man, we could take a team medal, right?
1: Yeah, I mean they want to win this year. They were one point away last year. They think they can do it. And obviously Snyder's gonna tip it in that direction. Let's talk I want to talk about Zane Rutherford. We've discussed him on this show before. I have been pro Zane up to forty nine. Willie Saylor, you do not like Zane up at one forty nine. After seeing him now, are are you ready to concede Zane Rutherford is gonna be darn good at one forty nine and he looks plenty big? Uh no,
0: I wouldn't say he looks plenty big at all. Um, Come on. I would not say. I, you know that my track record is I, I think guys are better down a weight, and I don't think that Zane's big. Um, I, I, You know, Zane put on good muscle. He looks
1: he, so much bigger than a year ago. He now. didn't
0: grow an inch height-wise.
1: I'm sure you know that.
0: Um, I mean, I've been seeing Zane since he was in sixth grade. Who
1: cares? I, He's bigger. He's bigger now.
0: He's bigger, he's thicker, he's not taller. Um, I And I like him better at 41,
1: and I like PSU's lineup better with him at 41. Uh, I think PSU's lineup's going to be fine with him at 149. I think... Uh, Aaron Pico himself told me, and I'm not going to get the... I don't know the... I thought he said the strongest guy I've ever wrestled. But if he didn't say it, he said he's one of the strongest guys he's ever wrestled. And that's coming from Aaron Pico, who physically overpowers... 99% of the people. That's great. People, then
0: imagine how strong he'd be at 41.
1: Well, Imagine how strong he'd be at 25. I can't believe how often we talk about this.
0: His cut to 41 is
1: not difficult. Chris. How do you know that? You have no idea. Because he's small. You don't. You have no idea. You have absolutely no idea about this. Let's move on. I cannot believe. I, hey, let's talk about. Jeez.
0: Let's talk about Chance Marsteller and Mark Hall.
1: I, listen, I, I love Chance Marsteller. And obviously, I love Mark Hall. But Chance is, I, I'm going to be a a defender of Chance. Everyone knows Mark Hall's made. People people like to take little shots, little digs at Chance anytime they get. And any little setback he has is an indictment of him being some sort of a, a fluke or a, a burnout or this and that. And I, I just let's pay attention to the facts the facts are he just took third at a loaded juniors in vegas and he's took second at a lo- loaded junior trials he's beaten a lot of really really good wrestlers and say, say what you want about him he's gonna be excellent at the next level okay and um yeah he got dominated by mark hall well mark hall is just on another level from everybody at that weight Okay. Here's my so, thing. So what?
0: Here's my thing with chance. Um, and you saw a glimpse of it. And we often say, you can you can impress us more in a loss than you can in a win. You can impress us more in a loss than you can if you text somebody. Um, and when when chance kind of chain wrestled and, and was in those scrambles with Hall, it in not only sh- it not only showed his ability. It not only showed his ability to to do those things, it also showed his gas tank when he needed to have a gas tank. And my thing with Chance Marsteller is, and it, I mean, I say this about certain people a lot. If 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 they have, if they are in shape, if Mark, if Chance Marsteller has his gas tank, he is gonna be very good.
1: I, I, don't I think disagree. that's
0: the only. I think that's the only question about chance Marsteller is if he has lungs
1: right and um, you know th- that's that's a fair ask of, of wrestling fans um, but yeah I think he showed he showed real fight in that second match I mean let's let's look let's say it out loud he got teched in like 15 seconds in match one you can go out there and lay down um, but he didn't and he really fought and that one exchange was one of the best exchanges I saw of high-level wrestling that I saw the entire weekend, that flurry. And I encourage you to go back and watch match two. Um, and then Hall won. He pinned him. And you, Hall is much better than chance. That's, that's not questionable. But like you said, it's in the act itself. That's why right. I, I, I wrote an article, and it'll go up, I don't know when. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow. A couple of things I learned from, from, from Madison. And one of them was f- about Freddie Stroker. And the two matches I cite are matches he lost against Ashnal and Zane Rutherford. Yeah. But I don't care that he lost. He's supposed to lose. But it, absolutely, if you are if you are getting through the head hands of Ashnal and Zane, and you are getting takedowns against these guys, multiple takedowns, not fluke takedowns, that says a lot to me. Does sure. Freddie need some work? Yeah. But it said to me, Freddie's gonna be able to compete on his feet at this level right away and he's mm-hmm. not even set foot in the Minnesota room, Freddy Stroker's going to be pretty dang good. And I didn't. Yeah. And coming into it, I was just like, this he's a good high school wrestler. I don't know what he's going to be in college. And after watching this, I feel very confident Freddie Stroker is going to be just fine at the next level. And that's because of two losses I saw.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, let's yep. get to seniors for a little bit. Let's
0: let's uh, try to run through these
1: guys. Let's I wanna... try to
0: run the senior team.
1: All right, let's run through the senior team. We'll just do weight-by-weight weight order. Tony Ramos at 57 it's crazy he is undefeated domestically since since coming out that's that's pretty remarkable now Willie, really we've talked you've kind of um I don't want to say poo pooed but you, you don't you don't think 57 is super strong um and may, maybe in, it's not in America yeah and i am not disagreeing with you necessarily but we've i got, think we've it got takes a, we've I got, think for tony Ramos to be undefeated i think
0: I don't think it's the strongest but I think it's it's Pre- still pretty difficult to be undefeated domestically in that way not even lose a match i mean um i think it i think it goes a lot a long way in saying how mentally strong ramos is to say you know domestically this is mine i ain't not, i'm not getting beat by anybody here no and i think if he carries that over um i'm not saying he's going to win a world gold i hope he does but
1: that's a obviously a good mentality to have. Yeah, yeah, and th- there are going to be some guys out there that right now you know, still then, outclass Tony.
0: I-, I think I think a lot of us, I think a lot of people were buying Tony Ramos, buying Tony Ramos. He could be very good on the world stage. He could be really tough. And then he lost at Beat the Streets that way, at, at, like kind of out-freestyled for sure. Um, I, I, and, and so people... Their their optimism on Tony Ramos got reined in a little bit. I I just saw it as one match that kind of got away from him. It got it got away from him early. I don't. It's just to me, it's just
1: one match. I was, still have. A, that was a I, weird match too. I still
0: have a whole lot of faith in Tony Ramos's ability at Worlds.
1: I I do too. I I will always um, you know, I'm gonna be a little skeptical going in for for a lot of our guys just until I see. You know he competed. He really w- went hard with Rahimi, and I think that said a lot. But oh, yeah. at, at the same time, that was just one match. So we'll see. I think he can go out there and wrestle with the best, but he's gonna have to. Um, he's gonna have to get the legs. He's got to get the legs and finish. If he can do that on a consistent basis, he's gonna be fine. Um, But yeah, love. I love that he's coming in and um, hot, and I, I think we've seen him continue to improve, and he'll. He'll do that between now and September. Sixty one. Um, there's not much to say on about the winner, Reese Humphrey. He's been what do you, what do you think about Reese at Worlds? Uh I, I think Reese is fantastic. He's So do I. Uh I think he I think he's our best guy at sixty one. He
0: reminds me of a of a European guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe you know? a little bit. Yeah, he's got he has a, a, a unique style. Because when he goes, man, it. it it's like whoa, whoa, whoa! Like so, it's so quick, it's so precise, almost like the the Europeans when they pull the trigger. It's like almost like a um, a Bogomolov who when when he shoots, it's like goodness gracious! You just don't expect that kind of power and, and precision. He's got that. He's and he's very um, he's multidimensional, you know. And that's yeah. that's huge. So has yeah, good movement, good athleticism. Flexibility. I, I, I feel great about him. I think he's.
0: You know, for for Reese winning, um, I don't know if it was a foregone conclusion. He was a heavy favorite, and especially sitting in the finals. But the talk at sixty one was Dan Dennis's great course. performance.
1: Absolutely. And um, it okay. Sometimes, well, like at the U.S. Open, Kendrick Maple he made the finals uh, of the U.S. Open, beating John Morrison and and Alan Waters. Okay. Right. So the point I'm making here is, you can get a nice draw and find yourself placing high. That's not what happened here with Dennis. He beat Coleman Scott and Kendrick Maple back to back. Yeah. Um, that's 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 outstanding. He, and then
0: and then he wrestled a close one in the second match with Humphrey.
1: Yeah. He was right there with him. And then you can get into the whole shot clock thing. Uh, get put put on it twice. We won't really get into that. But the point is, Daniel Dennis, after this long time away, the dude's living in a truck. Now he's. Uh, I think unquestionably the number two at once at sixty one kilograms right now, and more importantly, this is a guy that you have to talk into going down to fifty seven. I mean, for Olympics. six?
0: Now, again, I always think that everybody is small. Am I wrong thinking
1: that Daniel Daniel Dennis was tiny at sixty one? Uh, obviously not. There, I mean, this is a guy that's made fifty five kilograms post okay. post college. Um, so yeah, so, he he can. I,
0: yeah, I mean, you say you don't want to talk about the second shot clock, but I think we should. I mean –
1: Well, but I'm saying we already did last episode, so let's not – we have eight minutes and right. a lot of weights to get to, so let's not be redundant. You let's went, keep it fresh. James Green looked great against Dustin Schlater. Smashed him twice. Uh, maybe not smashed, but beat him decided, decisively on two occasions. Did not expect it. Um, I, I feel like Schlater and Marable are very similar. And that let helps me to believe that maybe Green can be the guy. Maybe Green can beat Marrable. Did
0: you think that Schlater was re- very conservative?
1: I, is is he not? All always kind of been really conservative. I mean, that was the and, narrative on his last um, couple years, and, and after he won his title, it, that was like the book on him. It's like he doesn't he doesn't shoot. He doesn't do offense things very much. That, yeah. that, was the, that was the talk on Dustin. So, it's like people... I know. people. know.
0: When he, he ran through, right, he tacked everybody at Pan Ams. And I'm thinking, I didn't really well, get to see
1: all the matches.
0: But I mean, you think, oh, he's putting points up. and You know, a lot of guys, it's, too. It's different. Even, like, Jordan Oliver, right? I mean, he makes, like, Logan Steber not even a match, really. Like, I don't know. Some guys just wrestle different when it's the finals or, like, when it's a big pressure match. I don't know. They're, they're, they're less offensive.
1: Uh, I don't – I I just think it's – he couldn't get taken. Uh, he was getting a lot of his texts because he's really good on top. And yeah. it, you don't get – you know, it's different from folk style in that regard because guys yeah. get out on bottom. He wasn't a – So, 70 – 70's
0: tough. We don't even know who the guy
1: is really, right? No, no we, we don't know. But
0: uh, – I. Uh, you know, if it's James Green, I feel pretty good. Um, I feel pretty good that he's a young guy getting a look at, at world competition at, at a young age. Uh, I don't know if I expect him to medal, no. but I think it's good experience for him, and maybe he's the guy for a long time. Um, and if it's Maribel, you know, Maribel's one of the best in the world. I just hope that weight cut is not an issue. I mean, yeah. Not a factor, I should say.
1: Right, right. Which, hard to believe that it wouldn't be. Um, right. Moving up to 74, Burroughs is Burroughs. We never really got to get into how... I, I've never seen Kyle Dake wrestle that well in my life. I've never seen him look that good. All the times I've watched him wrestle, um, the, what he put together against Howell and Taylor, that that was, for me, it, it was eye-opening. And then to see Burroughs um, just, just cast him aside... Um, speaks to the level that Burroughs is at.
0: Well, I thought, I mean, you know, Dake looked amazing against Taylor. Um, I won't say that Dake looked amazing against Hal. I mean, if Hal finishes True. that shot. If Hal well. Fin- I mean, I mean, he almost didn't make it to the finals. I, he, he almost made, didn't make it to Taylor. Right. And, I, you know. Uh, but that defense. The, the, Dake, the Dake fans will say, yeah, almost. But. I mean, he was really close to not happening. Um, I will say that shot, that level change shot that <laughs> he he hit on Hal was a thing of beauty, and his defense is just amazing. But I thought that um, one of the greatest things I saw to Dake was his him in tie-ups and forward pressure against Burroughs. I mean – he was really
1: pressuring Burroughs. Yeah, in, mean, a, in, a, in the first match, that's always been his, um, you know, an area of expertise for Kyle. I mean, it was almost like Burroughs was in the zone a lot. Like
0: he was on the edge a lot. Yeah, Ca- and it caused tremendous pressure for him. Remember, he
1: got t- like after Burroughs got the 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 low single, and for and then the eight, he got the three turns. Dake got a takedown and then two push outs. Two push outs. Like back to back. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And uh you can say, well, Burroughs is not gonna he'll, he'll give up a push out and then
0: But you remember you remember on the edge of the mat, Burroughs was in on a shot and couldn't finish. They ended up like Wizard of Wizard. You know, do you remember that in the first match? Maybe. I mean, his Dake's shot defense is uncanny. It He's is.
1: almost untakedownable. It's you, you gotta run him over you can't have these you can't have a long finish he's, his flexibility is, is is unreal so the the question we, we wondered what is Kyle Dake and I think he's he's wrestling at an all time high level but there, there's just a problem that Burroughs is there so that's 74 Eighty six. did Jake Herbert look as good as he ever looked once again he did and uh yeah okay lesson learned there I picked against him the last two tournaments uh I'm he gonna, said what did he say he said he said hey thanks for picking against me CP he's like he's like make sure you pick uh against me at worlds too he was he was a really good sport about it better than <laughs> a lot of people are some <laughs> some are, some are um, very sensitive uh, and and can be whiny Jake Herbert sorry. Not I so mean, much.
0: Jake Herbert, he is in great shape. He looks great. He's wrestling great. I mean, I, I'll say he's wrestling better than I've ever seen him wrestle and in what has been a long, outstanding career. I think he's looking amazing. Um, and I feel good. You know, there's guys, Sedaliev and, and Salas have right. given him – you know, Alive is amazing. Salas has given him problems. But you don't know how the brackets are going to work out at Worlds. And I am feeling really good about Jake. I really am. Um, so that, that's Jake. The question at 86, you know, I just look at the body language of Ed and that's a bad thing to do is to look at the body language of Ed Ruth because it'll throw you for a loop and it has thrown people for a loop. But
1: I just wonder if we ever see him wrestle again. Well, you're not on an Island there. Uh, I I think we do, but there have been multiple people that have told me, like, I bet bet we don't see him again and not like fans. These are like that know things um, so we'll see I, I can't imagine that he just hangs him up now but at the same time you've been more or less handled in three straight matches by the guy that's going to be in your way so who, who knows what happens with Ed I, I don't know but it's it's just something to keep your eye on if we'll see him continue to compete I certainly hope that he does
0: alright 97 oh, we, we talk- gotta go
1: we gotta shift, shift through 5
0: yeah, 97 we already talked about.
1: Right. Uh, we
0: talked about Snyder a lot. Uh, so, heavyweight. Um, Tervel, and people didn't see this. I thought it was fairly obvious that Trevell was wearing something for his back. So you could see it through his singlet. I could see it very plain as day. As soon as he took the mat, he was wearing something on his back. And, then, um, you know, I, afterwards – or. Between match one and two, I, I asked, and, it, you know, he was having back spasms, still prob- problems that he had at the World Cup yet. So right. um, he might have been slowed down a little bit, but, I mean, Tervell is Tervell.
1: Tervell is uh, And this is also – some of the stuff we discussed is in my article. But uh, I sleep on Zachary every tournament he's ever entered in his life, I think. Um, th- that's the number two guy. It, it's not – Questionable. I picked Quiz to beat him. Um, I was. I watched. I literally watched the match where he beat up Quiz last year, and I still picked him. I apologize, Zach Ray. You're that guy. You're the number two. And just like that, Willie, it's eleven o'clock on a oh Thursday. Yeah. So we are through another one. Um, fantastic job by you, Willie. And um, we're coming at you again next Monday. We're kind Monday of Wednesday. Uh, Monday Thursday is. Unless you have to be somewhere Um, Uh, We we thank you guys for tuning in Oh by the way Make sure you are subscribing on iTunes What is wrong with you people Five star reviews only Subscribe Get get everyone to subscribe Because you want this content coming straight to your phone We're on iTunes Make it happen Thank you guys so much for listening We'll see you next time